So unfortunately, we just can't seem to escape episode-destroying happenings. We swear we have a super fucking cool story coming to you lovely folk in the next couple episodes. Let's just consider this a sneak peek of the weeks to come. Also, a personal promise from me to you, we are working our asses off to bring you all the sweet greatness as soon as humanly possible. Love you all. Thanks for understanding. And most of all, thanks for listening. What you sell, you promise me heaven and put me through hell. Chains of love got a hold on me. When passion's a prison, you can't break free. James, uh, as far as waiting for that paycheck goes, um, we told you at the beginning that you would be working per diem, and since I have no idea what that means, um, hmm. it, it might be a while. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, well, well, it's pretty simple. It's just two words, just per day. Um, nope. I don't. I and I have still, not gotten any pay per day. I don't. I don't think that's Listen the to well, this fucking guy speaking Latin and shit now. I know. What, what do you think this is? Fucking uh, uh, this American life. I don't know. Uh, what do you think this is? Anymore. The sophomore year of my high school. Did you take Latin? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I, I did, did take Latin. Why? Um, because I was required to take a foreign language credit. But it's to it's graduate. called it's a dead language for a reason. Yeah, but it's also Latin the basis for, like, most Germanic languages and most romantic languages. Well, why didn't you just take German? Huh. Because that wasn't offered at my school. Well, what, I, why I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a lot of choices. <laughs> I, I, I failed Latin, matter of fact, and had to retake a foreign language, so I took French my senior year. Wow. Gross. Why didn't you just do what I did and take no foreign language courses? Um... Because I wanted to do what I did and graduate. <laughs> I graduated too, you uppity bitch. <laughs> Jesus. So. My butthole graduated. Um, I mean, last, right? Like, at, like behind the rest of you, or like yeah, on his course. on his own, or okay. So, uh, I, I, James and and Chris, uh, both. Last names withheld for your safety. Uh, I'm speaking That's of right. the, the listeners. Uh, you don't want to yes. know what's behind those last names because it's just crazy amounts of dick pics. <laughs> <clears throat> but I'd like to welcome you both and the two people listening to another uh, old-timey fucking just awesome player piano dust everywhere so much venereal disease episode of to the wild wild west no that's a terrible movie uh, what what Ugh. <laughs> episode of see no hear no speak no the ufos the conspiracies i have no clue where we're going right now and the murders hopefully lots of murders and murders and murders and i'm james 
And he is James. <clears throat> also, right, right on time. Something that uh, we your technique we haven't done in in a really long time. Uh, two things now though is that uh, James had has timing. He's getting used to it. He's he's feeling yeah, better about well, it. His technique is refining, <clears throat> indeed. And on top of that though is uh, email us for fuck's sake at see no hear no speak no pod at gmail dot com or. S N H N S N P O to the D at gmail.com. And only on top, but not because we're bottoms, just because we're nice guys. Mm. Yes, that's what people know about us is that we're nice guys. <coughs> not bottoms. <coughs> ask anybody. Okay, except everybody? most of my most of my ex-girlfriends don't ask them I am a lazy lover so <laughs> he's a lazy lover hi baby you walked in the room at the perfect moment I didn't see you there damn <laughs> now I gotta rewrite that song for you oh man so um I, we're gonna we're gonna uh, jump right in to the deep end of the 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 lagoon that's what people swam in in the olden times was lagoons, um, water and holes, son. Yes, yes, pits full of beans, lagoons. Mm. Ew. Yeah, really though. Ew. It sounds unsanitary. Did I ever tell you guys or the show about the time when I was in uh, like third grade? And we were playing uh, bingo in class with the little, you know, uncooked, uh, like, white beans. <clears throat> and uh, I was bored, so I kept sticking the, the bean in just into the, the front of my ear and taking it out in my ear, taking it out. And then one time I pushed it in a little too far, and uh, the bean got stuck in my ear, <laughs> and I couldn't get it out. And my mom had to check me out of school and bring me to the hospital for the doctor to, to dig it out with a tiny spoon. <laughs> yes, Nelson oh, laugh. Man. Nelson laugh indeed. That's awful. That's delightful. Yeah. My my mom got something stuck in her nose when she was a kid and I think my brother swallowed a quarter. <coughs> like on a I dare? Just, I just listen. No, <laughs> fuck it, just as a kid. I don't know what the oh. hell I don't know what the hell kids do. I mean I just I, I, I think I, I'm For sure I saw that reason. I, I just, yeah, I, I'm sure I ate all kinds of shit when I was a kid. Uh, the other day, no, oh, that's that's what I was gonna say. I didn't. The other For day, I, I picked reason. I listened to my mom when she said, "Don't <laughs> fucking do that." I picked Vera up. And, and we were laying in bed, and I picked her up and like held her in like flying position over me, and uh, a penny falls out of her mouth. <laughs> I'm like, nice. where did where did you get this penny? But I, th- I think well, it had, it had at fallen. Least it came out. <laughs> yeah, it, I think yeah. it had fallen out of my my pocket. Uh, it's slightly before that, and uh, it, it wasn't in there long. No harm, no foul. Uh, I keep my change in a change purse now. Thank you very much. So right out of your pocket, directly into her mouth? Or no, the bed, and then she picked it up she off the bed. It? Yeah, I mean we were hanging oh, out in bed. Okay, okay. Yeah, probably watching some okay. some shitty horror movie. Um, Man, she <laughs> is learning scary She's things. Be an interesting kid. Man. <clears throat> so, I would like to whisk you both away to the year 1863. 
my favorite year. Gross. Is that really your favorite year? That's my favorite <clears throat> year, dude. I'm always I'm always repping the 1863. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I, my, that's hey, what shout that, out to my 1863 homies. That's what that giant golden medallion around your neck means. I find, you know what? I've just been too embarrassed yeah. to ask because I was like, maybe it's, I should know this. And, and James is a young, hip kid, and I'm like, I don't want to be like old man, like, oh, what's that mean? But all right, cool, man. I dig it. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, I just really dig the year, 1863. Hmm. Hmm. Well, <clears throat> that is the year, of course, that uh, a Mexican outlaw that went by the name Philippe Espinoza. Became one of America. <clears throat> okay, where's the? <laughs> where's the way to go uh, with the stereotypes? Man, well, you know what? It's okay. Chris is part brown. Um, oh, yeah. so okay then. That exact brown as well. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly a little alien. Possibly a little alien too. But uh, that, that's hey. the year that uh, Philippe Espinoza, who is the star player in our wonderful uh, telenovela, which means TV novel. Um, I don't in know what language. I don't know. Latin? Um, <laughs> nope. Bitch. Nope. The expert would have chimed yeah. in on that one. No, no. He failed Latin. I'm sorry. I didn't say French. Which really, James, well, explains a, cor- a lot about your... I- which I passed by the skin of my teeth. It was a bare pass. Yeah, the, the, the. Uh, amongst the three of us, though, he's still the expert in Latin. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh some. Jesus! Our resident cool guy over here. Mm. He just remembers stuff because it wasn't that long ago. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That that hey, was hey. the year. Wait, what year I've is that? I've only been graduated. Again? I've only been graduated for oh. two years. 2017, y'all. Wow, you forgot how Jeez. to say I graduated two years ago. <clears throat> what did I say? I'm Louise. What you said I, I only been graduated for two years. Man, getting, man, I'm not in English class. These kids. I graduated. I've oh, been graduated that's for what two I, years. These kids be grammar and <laughs> that's what I told Chris way long ago in this podcast. He says, let's do the math. No, fuck that. <clears throat> I don't do math anymore. No, no <laughs> I got that diploma dudes. to specifically <laughs> never have to do math again. I did huh. my time. But, so in 1863, a Mexican outlaw named Philippe Espinoza became one of America's first and one of America's worst serial killers. And aye, aye, aye. we could say terrorist if we yeah, so yeah. felt like it, uh, which I kind of I kind of do want to say that. So, you know, hmm. so let's do it. If it rolls off your tongue. <clears throat> so, uh, I mean, this dude was around uh, this the same time period uh, as other famous, you know, murderers slash cowboys, gunslinger type people like uh, William the Child. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody aware of him? Well, he's yeah. a, we're, we're counting this dude. We're counting this dude as America's first instead of uh, the ever popular H. H. Holmes. Oh yeah, this is this is before. I mean, obviously, this is pre that. Yes, but so but so, it, so the way that time works, it's Chris, the popular vote that <laughs> that Holmes is as America's first. 
<coughs> he was he was America's first like weirdo fucking killer guy who had like a who had pizzazz, you know. Well, okay, so so then in in that case, I mean, because now now you're talking about a Mexican fucking bandito gunman type of dude. I'm sure. So, are so you sure? In, and you you well, you brought up Sir William. The uh, the adolescent. So I did. Yes. Let, let's. I mean, <laughs> what, what in that case for times like that? What constitutes serial killer? Well, you know, everybody's that, fucking running around with guns, killing whoever the fuck they want. See that that's part of it. But remember, uh, a serial killer by definition has to have some sort of uh, uh, you know calling card, I guess, or, or some sort of uh, hey guys, I I I do this because of this. Isn't that wild? Wink. Isn't that crazy, okay, so man? We separate them by saying they like killing and kill specifically to <clears throat> kill versus these well, no, they, they, it's, types it's, of gunmen who it's never specifically to kill. Well, I mean, I guess sometimes it is, oh, but it's, it's specifically you know, to kill a, lot of people, a certain type. It, they kill a, they kill for their own cause, whatever that may be, uh, but not exclusively killing. Anywho's, so like, uh, you know. People say that you know I Billy the Kid loose. might have killed uh, you know twenty one men in his life as a uh, you know gunslinger, and uh, that that uh, has since by I'm guessing credible historians uh, I didn't look into their their back history, but it has since been uh, claimed that it's probably only like nine people, which is still mm. I've said it before and I'll say it again that's nine more people than I've ever killed. So that's true. I mean, it only has to hit certain influential mouths or come out of certain influential mouths to be, you know, legendary. That's what she said. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. probably plenty of people that killed more than he did. <laughs> yes. And raped and robbed and pillaged quite a bit more than he did. Well, and as we all know from the one surviving photograph of Billy the Kid, he was quite the looker. Ooh. <coughs> oh. Jason Sweet on him, is he? As in it looked like somebody stepped on his face sideways when he was a little baby and it never sprang <laughs> back out. <clears throat> <laughs> well, we've made mention of that before, how each generation just keeps getting like visually, physically prettier. Mm-hmm. But we don't know why. We don't know why. I you know what? I think I it's because why. of all those Friday. delicious, delicious hormones that they put in our milk. Mm. Give me yeah. some more of that. Yeah, you shush it. You're one of them, James. <coughs> you shush it. Yes. James has been drinking the way. well water that is full of fluoride, which Melissa will not let me give to my daughter. And I'm okay Bro, with that. fluoride so, just tastes so good, though. I know. It's, it's so all smooth. minty fresh. Mm. Yeah. You ever just eat toothpaste? Mm. Man. Bro, Mm-mm. sometimes, you know, early in the morning, I need a quick snack before I go to work. You never know. I mean, that's I mean that's a terrible idea, James. That's that's you just do, abrasive. You gotta do what you gotta do. <clears throat> you I mean, know what? Your breath now, will be fresh for hours. Yeah, but your your stool's gonna be bloody for days. Um, but you gotta do what you gotta do. So okay, so Billy the Kid, right? <laughs> he, he he, you know, most likely only killed nine people. Well, the dude that we're about to talk about, uh, finally. Uh, he in 12 months he uh, a shot b stabbed and uh, c mutilated an estimated 32 people 
Jesus. <coughs> That's 31 he more is. people than I've ever killed. Huh. Indeed. Huh. Huh. All right, Chris. Well, we got it. We got him saying it on on recording. So, uh, I mean, I guess this whole so, this whole so, crazy um, yeah, this guy, so undercover sting that he, we've um, been doing for, for he, uh, quite some time so is a, done. A shot, B, and uh, I think now we can um, we can we can what, finally what call else, this into the higher do? ups. And I think I'm, I'm really curious. This son of a bitch will finally get what's coming to him. Why are you both talking at the same exact time? Because <laughs> it was funny what we were saying. <laughs> so I hear so, two people at so, the same time. So I'm really do. sad that you <laughs> didn't hear it. No, no, no. It's good. No. Anyway. Okay, bouncing back and forth between, I just hear random words from both of you. That's all I get. And for some reason, I, I would think that would be even better. <clears throat> so... Some reports even claim that in that 12 months, uh, he may have killed upwards of 60 people. So, uh, by far, timeline-wise, uh, he is America's uh, worst fucking serial killer. There have been... Boss, man. ...in a year, you know? And uh, that's just, uh, you know, it's just that's just how uh, the Old West was won at the Al- Alamo. Hey Chris, where's the basement in the Alamo? Where's what? Where's the basement in the Alamo? Hmm. Oh come Good on, man. Question. Probably underneath some kind of one of those giant fucking maguey plants. Oh, there's no basement in the Alamo. Where they get all the fucking weird maggots for tacos. No, that's the secret place that they were holding Pee Wee Herman's bike in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Is it really? Yeah. I mean, uh, someone told him it was. Oh, it, he had to go. I think it was like a psychic or something said yeah, it's it's at it's at the basement in the Alamo, and so he goes to the Alamo and he, and he asks the the tour guide, uh, "Excuse me, when are we going to see the basement for the Alamo? I don't do a very good Pee Wee impression." Uh, and the tour guide says, uh, uh, "There's no basement in the Alamo, and everyone has a good laugh at Pee Wee's expense." And Pee Wee's like, "Dog, so I just want my bike." Since I've seen that. Man, I see what you're talking about, wow. Chris. With two people talking at the same time, you can't understand a fucking thing. Sorry. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so, uh, let's talk about the man himself. Because really, in, in a, a far wider reaching uh, reach, even, this episode is really about a, a gang that we're all related, as in family, but a gang of uh, Mexican outlaws who were trying to take revenge for what had happened to them when uh, the U.S., you know, had its westward expansion and said, okay, uh, all you people that lived here before when it was Mexico and stuff, uh, you guys are going to have to, like, uh, you know, wander on home now because this is America now. And we're going to build a fence and it's going to be bitching and it's going to have racing stripes and it's going to be like, man, it's going to have a cool stereo, and you guys can't come listen. No, no Browns allowed. Chris, don't say Unless that out loud. People will know. <clears throat> um, so he was, he was a part, <laughs> he was a part of, this, uh, of this territory, which was uh, then northern Mexico. Which is now, uh, I always get this fucking mix up. It's, uh, oh, it's New Mexico. 
<laughs> um, so uh, he and his family get kicked out, what right? What are going to do with you? And they, ha- they have, of course, the, the Mexican-American War, which <clears throat> it's weird as, as gung-ho as our government and uh, its leader in particular are now, uh, you know, against uh, our, our Mexican neighbors. You would think that the Mexican-American War would come up more often. You know why it doesn't, why we in America don't really talk about it or hear about it, is because we were dicks. We were <laughs> terrible, terrible people during the Mexican-American War. Because we said, uh, okay, yeah. this is America now. Everyone who did live here, bye bye Period. <laughs> and if they didn't bye bye they got bye bye by getting shot in the face. Uh, mostly, probably. I mean, the guns were terrible back then. You'd have to do it close range. So I would aim for the mm. face inches away. Um, <clears throat> eh, gotta do what you gotta <sighs> do. And, uh, but... That's a very regular thing, like we talk about in history, how, you know, you you weren't... Just because you killed people doesn't mean you were always seen as this terrible person or whatever, you know? Right. And I guess that's still true today, <clears throat> you know, if you do it for the right cause or whatever, then mm-hmm. you're a hero. You're not a fucking right. crazy murderer. But but as, as we'll learn in this, uh, this entire uh, saga is one of, of really vengeance. And not, uh, it's not one of, uh, of uh, trying to stop this terrible thing coming or trying to actively fight this terrible thing that's happening. This comes from a place of, and, oh man, he's kicking a can down the street and he's like, I'm gonna show them guys. They can't just push me around like that. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show them. I'm gonna kill a hundred people for every one of my family members they killed. I fucking love it. And keep in mind, kids, that this is when they were still using wood burning and coal stoves and ovens, mm-hmm. and uh, there was no microwave. So be sure no. this revenge. Was mm-hmm. served cold. Yep. Oh. Yep. Oh. Oh. And probably on the brink of spoiling. <laughs> Are you okay, James? Ooh, it's so icy, so cold. I'm getting shivers. You know. Oh. <laughs> that, that, See, that, it's, it's that. over <laughs> over the phone. I couldn't hear your teeth chattering. So. <clears throat> um. I got small teeth. So the the man, <laughs> uh, the myth, the legend, Mister uh, <laughs> Felipe Espinoza. Uh, says says in a later letter to a governor, which I will read, just not yet, that he's going to kill a hundred white people for every one of his family members that was killed in the Mexican American the Mexican American War. That number being six, so six of his direct family members were uh, were killed in this war to to take over America. Because if I can't see one sea from the other sea from my seaside cabin, then there's too much Mexico in the way. So this guy's plan was to kill 600 white people. That's a yeah, tall I mean, order for know, one dude. You, you shoot for the moon. That way, if you miss, you'll at least be out of the way of the falling bullet. Yeah. Right. You know what, guys? Makes sense to me. It's really kind of difficult to make up lasting uh, phrase phrases like that that people can use forever uh, with a small fee to me of course because it is trademarked 
but it's hard sometimes to, to come up with a good one on the fly, and I thought that was an okay one. I understand, man. You'll get better. I liked it. Hmm. I just had to pick the cat up at the time that you were saying it, so she wasn't, you know, meeping Aww. through My- your speech. <clears throat> Meep. So, maybe the most important thing about the, the crazed murderer that we're about to talk about uh, is that he was uh, insanely religious. Now, there was mm-hmm. uh, a, a big influx of Baptists and Presbyterians that were pouring into New Mexico uh, in the mid-1800s, because <clears throat> that's, just, that's just where they went, man. And uh, this kind of fucked with uh, Philippe, as it really did with a lot of the former Mexico, now New Mexico uh, residents, because they were intensely fucking Catholic. Oh, that's what I thought. <laughs> <clears throat> and oh, I just wait for the distress call. <clears throat> so I returned. Um, so uh, a lot of people in Mexico, uh, Philippe to be specific, and his family members were kind of freaked out about all the, the what they really saw as hippies uh, being Baptists and Presbyterians with their wild new ideas about love and Rockin and terrible hippies. music. So. You know, it, uh, they didn't dig it too much. But they, uh, the Espinosas, specifically belong to a, a deep rooted religious organization called Los Hermanos Penitents, which stands for the Penitent Brotherhood, which was a secret, so- <clears throat> it was a secret society that was transplanted to New Mexico in the 16th century by conquistadors. Oh, so it's like a yeah. Mexican Illuminati kind of, or is that a bit of a reach? Um, um, it's a, I mean, it, <clears throat> it's a bit of a reach. This, uh, this thing, it was actually a thing that happened. A and B, um, uh, uh, th- this was more a religious organization than a uh, <clears throat> straight up take over the world. Snow 